South Connection proudly presents TNA Never Dies. Now, cross the line with your hosts, Aaron, Jenny, and JT. You guys ever just want to fucking just punch Mike Tanay in the goddamn face. Every like day just, since yeah. 1995. Like, just, like, unload on that fucking giant five head of his. Just fucking pound it into dust and just... Does the tuxedo I, make it worse for you? Everything makes it worse. Okay, <laughs> everything. I don't want to see this guy. He's just showed up in WCW, all right? And he's part of the team permanently now. I, we got to start this show with him yelling and screaming and hooting and hollering. He's recapping all the Double J's bullshit from the previous week. And the one thing that we hear in this whole fucking promo of his to start this show is, uh, double uh, Jeff Jarrett, do you have any regrets? Jenny, do you have any regrets? I regret everything every day. JT, what is your biggest regret? My biggest regret is that when I read this and was like, wait, because <laughs> like, I read my notes. It's obviously been a while. <laughs> And I was like, my God, if this, this, all right, this paragraph I wrote whenever I did this preparation sums up TNA. Okay. We recap last week with AJ Styles, Glenn Gilberti, Cash Lynn, Lawler Rhodes, Raven Lurie, the arrival of Mike Barton, R Truth, Nelson, the debut of New Jack, Church's Revenge, and Double J beating D'Lo Brown. Like that is so much stuff that occurred in that episode. There's like 55 debuts in there. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. When I was 23, um, I went to the West Edmonton Mall, um, and it was only $30 to hold and pet a baby bear, and I didn't do it. Yeah, it seems so foolish. Were you regret- scared? No, I, I was, it was a money thing. One of my regrets is when uh, Graham Cawthon and I went to Rhode Island Comic Con, and someone had an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy, mint condition for sale. And I think it was the same thing. It was like a hundred bucks or 90, whatever it was. And I'm like, I'll come back for it. You know, I had to talk myself into it. I came back and it was gone. And I'm so ah, mad. I didn't just fucking yeah. buy it. Like, cause I had my Hogan. He's still in great shape. Look at this, this is from 1990. Aww. And I used to beat the shit out of this thing. Imagine and still, how many times you fucked that thing. You know, I never brought him outside. <laughs> now you're cuddling um, him like you love him, but we know what happens. He sits right on my couch with me every night. Yeah, but he, uh, you know, that thing held up. Like I feel like warrior to have him with him would have been super cool. Now the problem is you would have made them you would have made them fight and you would have destroyed them. Because we know that when they come together, the universe can't withstand it. Maybe Um, I would have set them far apart in my house and every day bring them a little closer because the universe keeps bringing them together into each other's paths. (laughs) And then your house fucking have them collide in the middle. (laughs) Um let me I'm gonna just ask this right off the top. Why is double J so fucking scruffy? (laughs) Scruffy. What what is going on? With his hair. JT, what is this look? I feel like this was the look of the era. It was like the slob, the baggy pants, the hemp necklace. It's like the Dawson Leary look. Like, mussy hair. hair. Yeah. Like Dawson that Leary was, like, was in high school. 
Well, so Jeff Jarrett's supposed to be. Jarrett looks like the kid and like the guy that infiltrates the high school in like a rom com or, or like a teen movie. <laughs> like fucking narc cop. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's trying to get in to write the story on TNA. <laughs> hey, hey, fellow young X Division wrestlers. Like, <laughs> he's working for Bill After on the cover, like trying to do that. By the Wait. way, listen, real quick, because I know I know we we love our reverency, but I do wanted to say it's this coming. Podcast, this podcast is simulcast on audio and video. So if you're listening, be sure to, want to watch on YouTube scenes. because there's all kinds of graphical additions that we're putting into the show. Courtesy is... producer Tim. So graphical. watch as well. Yeah, don't, don't go on YouTube for this one. I think that's the way to go about this. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think the odds are that uh, Jeff Jarrett didn't graduate high school? <laughs> well, I don't need to, pal. I, I, think his, I think his dad made him. <laughs> Jeff, you get out there and you fucking you 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 graduate that AP chemistry class. But Danny, uh, I don't want to. In this recap, we're also reminded of Jarrett's casual abuse of Goldilocks. Yes. And we get the shot of him fucking choking her against the wall. It was like, ridiculous. He's like, you want to be one of the boys? Jenny, is JT fucking the boys? It's Double J, J, you mean? No, we know JT is fucking Hulk Hogan on a nightly basis. You guys are definitely fucking, but um, yeah, that's that's been going on for a long time. That's fine. we all know that. So, uh, J- my wife doesn't mind because she doesn't have a penis. <laughs> Now never the equipment, have the equipment so, yeah. yeah this is um what was the question he's an abusive he's... prick it's one of the worst parts of this era of tna that we're watching because honestly has been the consistent treatment of the women like it's real oh, yeah. bad oh it's terrible it's yeah. now this is of course tna never dies and <laughs> first time in video format you never joined us if you've just first time i'm aaron that's jt that's jenny um and um we also give a big wave to producer Tim, currently locked in the impact zone, providing all the AV. With the- <laughs> and to bring you up to speed, this is technically episode 39 of Yes. Previous 38 episodes are all in the archives uh, in audio form on the North South Connection podcast feed. Tonight, Enough with the pulsating music. I know. I'm talking about it. Tonight, um, yeah. we're looking at the April 9th, 2003 episode. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you right now, this is the yeah. This is the only time I'm probably ever going to mention which episode we're actually talking about in the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go on the archives in the audio, like you said, North South Connection. Yeah. Uh, Podbean.com has everything. So if you want to go back and catch up and listen, if you're new, feel free. I can't believe yep. we did 38. <laughs> That's the biggest surprise I think to me is that we actually did 38 of those. It feels like we did a thousand of them. <laughs> it feels like we did 10 at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Jenny, did you miss TNA? Of course I did. I bugged y'all every other month. You know, are we going to do this again? Are we More like do every this other again? week. But... You know, why? Well, yeah, I miss it. I miss you guys. I miss, I you. miss you too. Come JT, do you, do you miss childhood, JT? <laughs> Obviously. I mean, <laughs> this guy's sitting on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, nothing he, childish he about that. Poster behind me from when I was nine. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, and I did wear my Vince Russo inspired baseball jersey, bro. Uh, for tonight's episode, talking sports entertainment extreme. I decided that my hair decided to be this mess, so we're just going with it. Uh, because Jenny chastised me once for wearing a hat. That's just how it goes. Uh, um, people look- can't wear hats, Aaron. I know, and he I wears can't. it. It's just on the episodes you're not on. I know. So okay. Yes. I've seen those. Now, I'm, if you've listened to the show, you know I'm always amused by the intro uh, to these weekly mm-hmm. pay-per-views. Not only because it looks like the statue is two dudes fucking, right? Yes. But also, are they are they blowing up statues every Wednesday here? 
like just to make them like to get this thing on the like jt how depressed is the beleaguered sculptor who has to build this shit week (laughs) every week week. has to reassemble it (laughs) he's definitely trying to think of a way to make it easier and he's like i just can't and i don't know yeah i feel like he expresses it in the face of the guy who's get the armbar on him he looks like the armbar guy looks like an alien yeah he looks like a sad skeleton that's the evidence that there's ufos it's right there (laughs) he's definitely not happy I swear, I was just flying by your play. <laughs> I didn't want to watch this show. Um, we opened the show to all these all kinds of shit all over the ring. There's just shit everywhere. Jenny, how angry are you at your son if his room looks like this? Oh, God, it looks like this all of the time. A hundred percent. Like, And I'm angry every single day about it. I thought I thought you were for a minute going to say I'm angry every single day. Well, yes. yes, that's also, also true. Yes, yes. That's that. Very angry. Well, I'll tell you what's maybe going to bring your mood up. Our first oh, competitor boy. comes out to this, and this is something very special. I feel very, very special. Listen to that music. Now, if if Metallica started playing this, how confused the angry would be. To me, this is one of the worst um, covers of anything ever. It's pretty bad. And they could have used, like, the one Dodie uses eventually is, like, way better. Like, they could have taken the time to commission something. But TNA is, like, full-on, we talk about it in in the archives, like, full-on knockoff sensual with all these teams mm-hmm. like even ones that aren't knockoffs of old wrestling themes and knockoffs of real songs right smooth like yeah it was a running joke right yeah. and and guys are still using it in this promotion like it's been through nine guys already it's like Puerto the wcw japanese wrestler music yeah. puerto rico <laughs> yes <laughs> you know when we did that back in the, uh, in the audio i did this every time whoa <laughs> now you finally get to see it um like, I know you're confused. The song is off. Yeah, it's a Sandman. Jenny, does it concern you that the Sandman is bleeding before he's even near the ring? No, no. I think that's pretty normal. Uh, okay. and he, he looks good, though. He's, you know, then could, out. Do you find he looks good? I feel, JT, do you think he looks, dis- I find he looks very disinterested here. Yeah, I think she means physically, which I would agree with. He looks Physical. like he's yeah. slimmed down. He's probably just not eating because of the drugs. But I would say he um, – this is probably the, some of the better shape he's in in the more modern era. Um, since it's like early – like ECW, like 94, 95, I thought he looked mm-hmm. better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a few years later at One Night Stand, he's got the huge gut. So, like, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's, not, it's not a far leap from here to there. How how long is the conversation with him trying to get him like to convince him to do an Iron Man match? Yeah. How long? A ten minutes? I can't. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, he Did comes he out on this Raven T-shirt. So mm-hmm. he's got some in, like low-key work rate, though. If you watch him, oh, I love it. You watch like he does some bad. crazy shit. Yeah, he's not a bad guy worker at all. Uh, oh, we, oh, we, oh, we. <laughs> Next, new church is out. Oh. The new church has very slowly morphed. It's Father Jim, and he's got Slash and Brian. You know there's lyrics coming up, right? Catacombs is the first thing. <laughs> um, this, the 
the new church has slowly morphed into one of this panel's favorite actors. Oh, yeah. When, when, we started, oh! when we started this project, Jenny, In did you control. think we would be this into Brian Lee and one half of PJ-13? No. I mean, I figured I would be because I'm terrible at stuff like that. But I've gone full Scott Criscola with Brian Lee, where I, yeah, I say it on every incredible. podcast I'm on. I'm like, he's really not bad. If you want in other promotions, like <laughs> he's great. I've given the full Criscola. By the way, we this part of the new church song I, in my mind coming up always transitions to Stratus' song. Oh, in control! It's like you ever seen that clip of the guys playing like four chords and they play like every pop song yeah it's yeah exactly that's what it is it's like go new church i need a, a mashup of new church going right into church stratus's theme that's Tim, my mind new, that's what i always project <laughs> and you got about an hour <laughs> get it done <laughs> um and and right away okay so right away the fucking bullshit starts mm. i i thought the opening match i maybe i'm maybe i'm the idiot i thought the opening match was new jack and the sandman against the new church but yeah. the fucking Harris brothers are in the ring. Yeah. Two questions then. One, did either, of you, did either of you know what this match was when the clan brothers showed up? No. And no. why is New Jack wearing so much red? You can answer however you want. He's, um, he's representing blood. <laughs> is he a blood? I didn't say the blood. <laughs> I said blood. <laughs> it's representing blood. Um, sure. I just love that, like, I had no idea. And I was kind of following TNA at this point. Like, we're three weeks out from me ordering a pay per view during this time. Oh, really? Um, you wanted, online, you really wanted just, that Raven title match? Mm-hmm. It was a big deal. We'll get to it. It was like a big deal. Um, <laughs> Ron and John Harris suck. Ron but the, uh, I had no memory or idea like that this ECW like underworld existed mm-hmm. within TNA. Like, I just mm-hmm. love that. They went to this place and brought all these guys back. Virginia, I special because we do yeah. ECW podcasts every other every other Thursday, and it's like just seeing all these dudes start popping up randomly was like, what? Like this ECW Redux and TNA? It's so crazy. Now, JT, am I insane, or does mm-hmm. Brian Lee look a little bit like a young Undertaker? It's kind of like, but like it's it's just a little off where you may notice. Yeah. Just a bit. Now this match has everything. It's everything you think it is. Plundering everywhere. New Jack uses both a cheese grater and a staple gun. Uh, Jim, Jenny, uh, do you think he needed to be talked out of using a nail gun? No. <laughs> Even I'm not doing that shit. I, I like though too. It's like the lowest form of ECW right away, where it's weapons for the sake of weapons. Like yeah. you know, yes. there's, there's like no reason for it. It's like no. well. They wrestled in ECW, yeah. so here you go. The yep. camera's not even on him when he brings out the staple gun. No, you don't give a fuck. Like it's just a thing that's happening. Um, I feel too. Slash might be the low key star of this match, as right he's away really, he's a fucking madman. He's, he's really good. He's bleeding profusely <laughs> while the Harris clan strings up the Sandman. Mm-hmm. JT, do you think the Harris brothers would be more comfortable stringing up the Sandman from Mike Tyson's Punch Out? I thought you were going to say New Jack. Oh, <laughs> boy. I ooh, wasn't sure. I thought you were going to say New Jack. And I was gonna say, See, mine is as offensive, but you have to think about it for a minute to remember sure, who that character sure. was. Um, Sandman should probably also st- start thinking about winding it down. Uh, I feel he struggles mightily to take a table bump here. 
Like he, he's, he's been, been through a lot. His yeah. body has been through a lot of ECW it, madness. It's not a criticism. Like I yeah. respect everything he's done, but like, but I feel like when he shows up at WWE, like he's pretty fun. And like oh six oh seven, like that whole story. Yeah. Of like he's like Vince's favorite, one of Vince's favorite guys. Like oh, I love the fucking Sandman. Uh, there's a guy in the crowd here too that looks like Cam from Modern Family, and he's like all scared when they go by him, and that made me laugh. <laughs> Well, he doesn't want to get blood on him. There's so much blood. Like, oh my god, it's everywhere. Um, it's it's just a crazy all over the place brawl. Look, what Jenny? What do you think has more cracks or slits? New Jack's head or a really old withered nipple? <laughs> uh, I think your nipple probably has. Some oh, blood. mine is fucking grizzled <laughs> as fuck. Grizzled as fuck. That's where you usually blade, right? Can talk yeah. about scar foreheads. I'll talk about mine. Also, I, I feed my ultimate warrior buddy <laughs> my nipple from my chest. Um, well, and, go on. <laughs> you got to get the blood of the all dad out somehow. Well, it's inside me. I can't. It got, it got put in my anus and I, I'm working it out ever since. Um, this is where I struggle with New Jack, right? Uh, it, it, because New Jack's all in red. Uh, Father James Mitchell is all in red. Yes. Like Mitchell shouldn't be dressed like New Jack. New Jack shouldn't be dressed like Mitchell. Yeah. Like, it's just not like, do, JT, do you think, because like, I don't know. Do you think, JT, does Father James identify as white? I think he identifies as a devil. Yes. I thought he's I'm evil. Like, evil. I think he yeah. really thinks he's like, was birthed from hell. Yeah. <sighs> Mitchell is also James Vanderberg, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's funny watching him WCW because he's not there yet with the craziness. No, no. Yeah. There, but he's like, I'm comfortable with the way I'm feeling. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I'm going to say one of the unsung heroes of all of TNA is that fucking staircase in the back. Yes. Of this like, it, it figures into every one of these, like, all. Yeah. Trap. Jenny. Are you surprised that no one as of yet has perished on those stairs? I am surprised. Uh, are you sure that's accurate? I mean, well, I don't do have any research on that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not very good. I haven't research. watched that much TNA. So as of yet, we haven't. Yeah. I haven't seen mm -hmm. enough yet to see like yeah. it could happen for sure. And I think we may have done at least one episode since Jenny, you and I were actually in the asylum last, yes, last yes. July for GCW <laughs> took place where these shows did. And it definitely felt like kind of cool, like a little bit of nostalgia to be at the fairgrounds in the building that they did That's those. Funny. In. Oh, it was awesome. Um, and it's, it's just crazy with those stairs because they're concrete as a platform to throw someone mm -hmm. off. It's like the perfect spot to teach your dad a lesson. Like perfect. <laughs> lesson. Or a nine. kitty cat. <laughs> or a cat. You're right. Lesson. You're right. You're right. That was not on purpose. Um, Sandman spends the majority of the match getting like the shit beat out of him. Yes, he And does. he's he's screaming like he's being shot up by red from that 70s show. Like he's just <laughs> fucking wailing. Guys, who is your definitive Sandman? Is it this guy? Is it like the joyous sleep bringer from that 1950s song? Is it Morpheus from the comic? What's your definitive Sandman? Is it the oh. douchebag in the trench coat who wears the gas mask in DC Comics? <laughs> this is my Sandman. Mariano Rivera. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's the other one. <laughs> that is the but then, when, I, when I hear Sandman, this is who I first think of. Oh, yeah. Um, if I had mm. to, to pick a Sandman, this is, this is my right. Sandman. 
Um, my Sandman. My Sandman's king. Maybe from 95, though, not from TNA. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. 95, 96. When yeah. he had, yeah. like, when he wasn't riddled with lung cancer. All right. Right. Um, of course, Sandman has to jump off the stairs 10,000 feet in the air onto Slash. Yeah. Um, now, should the Sandman be able to hold out long against two members of the SS? Yes. Yeah. He, he has... Sandman, to me, is like a Randy Orton. He's a guy you wouldn't think would be, mm-hmm. like friendly to the underserved class. Um, but I feel like he's a man of the people. Like he'd be the one to surprisingly stand up for trans rights or, you know, mm-hmm. against the neo-Nazis. You would think maybe he'd side, but he has like strong opinions the other way. Like he'd That's be like, they they wouldn't be able to put him in one of those camps is what you're saying. No, he'd, he'd fucking fight out with his cane. And I mean, here, yeah. one, of the, one of the neo-Nazis even jams a fork into his eye. And blood is flowing and he still gets up and batters him with a cane. I feel like Oscar Schindler would ask him to leave now. You can't hide here. I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. Uh, well, look, he doesn't hang on long. Um, he, he gets H-bombed immediately by the Harris twins. Uh, and uh, that ends the match. Uh, so uh, I guess it's a triple threat tag. Which I would have never known going in, which is perfect. Uh, Jake, it's the worst option to win. I know. So that's my question. We're we're not happy to see these racists back on top, are we? No. No, it's awful to see them win this match. I mean, I I thought it was a fun brawl. Like it kind of hit the high notes of the style. The crowd was into it. Yeah. I do think these guys have injected a little bit of energy, like Sandman and New Jack, and we've really liked Slash and and Lee all along. Yeah. Um, The Harrises just suck. No one cares about them. I kind of hope the CCW world, like underworld stays. Like I just like the undercurrent it has throughout the company. All this other shit's going on. You get these guys on the grimy level, you know, killing each other. So I I went like three stars as a match because I enjoyed it. I like these guys. I think it could have been even better without the Harrises, especially winning. Jenny, is it strange to see the Harrises do this to Sandman when he really is their Aryan ideal? (laughs) smokes hitler didn't like smoke i was gonna say only by physical uh (laughs) attributes is he the ideal (laughs) just being blonde isn't enough i don't think no you have to have some class Mm -hmm. um look i'm at three for the match here's here's where i'm at the harrises because i feel like the harrises are weird because i hate them obviously with a passion but i I really don't mind their actual ring work. Like, who has been saying this? I know. Like, I'm sorry. Who has been saying this I know, for many, many you years? You have, Jenny. You're the genius I, of this. You're the genius of the Harris's. You're I, the, I, I, look. You're in the Harris clan. <laughs> you're making me stand up for them. I don't want to do that. But again, I've said this for a long time that they are fun to watch wrestle. So. But the pro- like, do you enjoy watching Chris Benoit wrestle? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm like, I'm like, kinda, eh. but I See, get it. I just find it tough. Like, I just find it tough of them. But I, I just think what, they suck. I don't even like the other really? stuff. Is yeah, you know, like I just don't like them. I like them as like the yeah. Blood, that's what like, you've always said. The, the bashers, like they're just this bashing. That's what I've team. always said. It, early ECW, I was like, they're, they're really fucking lame. Fun. And I think we're gonna see that they're completely overpushed here. No, oh, well, no, no. We know they're overpushed here. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, look, we have no time to ponder any of this because right away we're rushed off to Goldilocks with Mike Bart. Who? Him! Look Put at that face. Um, Barton's interview <laughs> consists of him bragging about beating Steve Williams, um, the Godfather, and the Brad and, and the Brad then the Bradshaw at the Brawl for the Bradshaw. All. Jenny, will this be on his tombstone? Uh that um, he beat these guys <laughs> at the Brawl for All? Yes. Like 
Like he's gonna go to his grave. Like look at Doctor Death on the like throwing that mouth guard out, right? Like I think you can feel Jim Ross's soul come out of his body when you see Doctor Death crumple to the mat and his mouth guard fall out. I wish there was a camera on Jim Ross when that happened. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! I would argue yeah, him would, him knocking out. I would argue him knocking out Bradshaw was like the bigger surprise when you think of Bradshaw as like. Um, reputation and stuff, and and how he yeah. carries like Doctor Death was pretty beaten, broken down at that point. Like he was old, and like I don't think it's that big of a shock with him right. and Doctor Death. Maybe in the industry for those obsessed with him, um, but I, I think Bradshaw, like he really clocks him. Look, he just fucking yeah. knocks him out cold. Like he's dead. That's like a bigger surprise to me. That's a young brawler in his prime that you how always many, care about. How many people in the locker room fucking cheered when he knocked out Bradshaw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yes. That guy put his penis in me. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> I think I think to go, the Goldilocks. Goldilocks's position here is like a super low key important part of this show. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she gets abused and such, but she's really kid introducing these guys and gals, and yeah. because it's such a revolving door roster, like. I think we kind of like almost take her for granted, like how good she is in this role for the most part, even though she gets abused every week yeah. for some reason. But before Barton can talk about the CTE he suffered at the hands of Butterbean, D'Lo Brown, <laughs> D'Lo Brown just thumps his way in and it's just like, Mike Sanders! Like he's just screaming about Mike Sanders. And look, I don't, I don't want this show to be about Mike Sanders. Like no. I don't want it. And fuck D'Lo Brown for making us watch more Mike Sanders. Why couldn't he come in and be like, you know what? I don't want Mike Sanders here. And we'd all agree. Like, if he would ask for Mike Sanders to be fired, he'd be the fucking biggest baby face on this roster. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I'd forgotten that they were in the sex dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, this is all happening in this weird place. And out of nowhere, like, there's a, there's a frame on Goldilocks and, and, and uh, D'Lo and Barton. But then Disco pops his head in and is like, <laughs> look, we're going to deliver Mike Sanders to d It's such a strange thing. And then the camera pans over and Disco asks fucking Chris Harris, mm-hmm. who is in the sex dressing room for some reason, go find go find Mike Sanders. A lot to unpack here, JT. What's going on with Harris and sex? Well, they, this, they've been kind of teasing this, right? That Harris is a little frustrated with the lack of success with the America's Most Wanted and that maybe we're going to get a turn. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about Gilberti being like the frustrated middle manager of, of <laughs> sex, which has been pretty funny. Yeah. I actually think he's been okay in the role where he's, yeah, he's constantly ex- – he's mad that Russo like went on vacation, extended his leave, <laughs> and he's been like stuck with this stupid freaking company to run this thing um, with, with all these he hires that Russo did. So like, yeah, like he's got Sanders trying to act cool and like all these guys he's just frustrated with and he's so aggravated. And it, it, to me, it's like the most entertaining Gilbert he's been for me that yeah. I've seen. Also maybe very Inferno early is, disco. The yeah. first match he did is Disco Inferno. We're like, oh, that's right. fun. Yeah. But why yeah. does Harris just jump too and like do it? Like he doesn't have any like because he maybe doesn't have a he's frustrated with his partner, but like, you know, what what's he gonna maybe do? Maybe he thinks that Gilberti will owe him a favor, you know. Yeah. it just seemed odd that he Maybe he wants to go outside for a smoke. It. Yeah. It's gonna be there anyway. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, you know, this probably could have all been fixed, all this confusion, if they just put America's Most Wanted in sex to begin with. Mm. Like, feels like they're the perfect guys for it almost. Um, Jenny, are you excited at the prospect of a D'Lo Brown versus Mike Sanders match? No, I am not. Because yeah. Mike Sanders is in it. 
Yeah. As as Extremely below is- average. Mike Sanders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 3.1. Uh, Don West jumps in and for some reason just starts narrating shit. I don't know what he's talking about or Why what he's Chris doing. Harris with sex? Chris Harris is with the- I mean, It's not even questions. It's like, well, Chris Harris is there. And then Chris- he basically repeats everything <laughs> that just happened. Like we're idiots and don't understand. Um, he has a ton of questions. He's all in red. Uh, Jenny, should he, New Jack, and James Mitchell form <laughs> some sort of fuck stable? Yes, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Who is it? Now, if these three are in a fuck stable, Jenny, who's having mm-hmm. heart attack among them? <laughs> Don West. <laughs> James doesn't have a heart. He's a demon. <laughs> Um, so you can have a heart attack. And then... R.I.P. Don. He's <laughs> right, he's dead. Oh, I'm sorry, Don. But I, I actually like Don West in this. Mm-hmm. Um, West tells us, though, that Mike today... Mike today's got an important interview with our NASCAR friends. Whatever the fuck oh, that fuck. Not yeah. these fucks again. Yeah, and then... So then he, st- he starts talking about the main event. And this is going to be a theme on this episode because he's talking about Triple X entering the match. And it's, it's just words... Get a title shot here. Did you? But at this point, did you understand what the main event was? No. I had no clue. No. He just has his big implications for the X division and the tag yeah. division all on the line. It's yes, it's pretty confusing. I like like it's, it's they talk they talked about guys getting a shot at the X division title and then muddled it by saying, "Well, Triple X is going to go in and their tag. Then you're going to have to fight a tag title match." Did it make any sense to you, Jenny? No, it did not. But, you know, they always put in these stupid steps for no reason. But why can't they just say what it is? They don't even know. They can't even explain it. The show's going too fast. I'm not writing fast enough. Um, It's simple, but quite complex, obviously. Um, Here's Hermie Sadler looking like a fucking lost child. His eyes are like, like... where the hell am I? And then he's like, I'm going to drive the TNA race car for five races. <laughs> Only five. <laughs> Great. Je- is- Jeff Hammond is also here. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he's like, well, uh, the X division here is a lot like Talladega. Uh, JT, does that seem callous to you? I mean, Larry Smith and Timmy Lund died at Tal- Talladega. <laughs> I mean, I don't think we've been too far off from some deaths in the X division. <laughs> if you would have said like the, the new church is like, the you know Talladega maybe as well like there's more likely to be blood and death. Talladega's um, evil. Hammond yeah. does wrap up with uh, a boogity boogity boogity. Oh, it's not even his catchphrase. That's yeah. Daryl Waltrip's catchphrase. And how do I know this? Um, how do you know that? My dad was a big race fan. Uh, okay. But before he does the boogity boogity boogity, he promises to join the commentary team for the main event. Uh, Jeff Hammond. And he's like right. actively begging to have a good call. He's like, we're going to have a good call, right? We're gonna, I just hope. I hope we can have a good call. Try to convince himself. Yeah, you're not getting it with these two pals, all right? And then before we leave this whole segment, too, Hermie's like, well, I'm also going to be driving another car at a different race. Like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> While I'm here, I might as well get my shit in. Yeah, exactly. Make a list of things that no one has ever cared about. And Hermie's talking about them here. God. <laughs> No one hated did. this. Literally, so nobody stupid. gives a shit. It's so stupid. It's like, did he really need to clarify <laughs> that he wasn't only gonna he's gonna drive this other car now? Like, why maybe he's that? afraid to offend NASCAR fans. That will call, like maybe like NASCAR online was like wrestling fans online were like, now wait a minute, you said you're not gonna drive that car in Indianapolis. You don't you don't mention that race. STP is gonna drop your ass. <laughs> 
Um, just, like, and, and like the, the boogity boogity thing happens and the crowd does not care. It's not the right crowd. Mm-hmm. But then they cut to the strippers. They just cut right away some ass. And, and that's what's going on. They're right there. Might as well cut to them. Now, Jenny, is this the premium type of wrestling you're happy to pay for on a weekly basis? Not thus far, no. <laughs> not if we're doing anything NASCAR related here with bucks. these stupid fucks. You're not going to pay 10 bucks to listen to Jeff Hammond? No. You listen for free on fucking ESPN. God, I hate it. I hate they got it. the wor- the, the, the less good NASCAR commentator. Mm. Like, uh, Raven's out with Alexis and Julio. Who is Julio? And why do they act like we should know who he is? I don't Julio know. I was going to ask. Dinero. Dinero. Uh, but Robert's uh, Robert's nephew. That's his nephew. I looked it up. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But guess what, guys? We're not even going to deal with that. We're in it for a treat. The in- fucking interrogators are back. Yes. Yes. Interrogators. Oh, here they come. Smug Mike and poor, poor, poor lost Don West. Look at Don West. What's he staring? <laughs> Mike, what is Mike thinking? Hmm. One of the tough questions I'm going to ask. You talk about tough questions. <laughs> Poor Don. I love the, the blue steel um, look. It's it's beautiful. I think Dapper Don looks good here. Tanae looks awful. It's it's it's, it's like they they yeah, asked Don's doing all right. Like he just he's <laughs> Mike is like looking off in the distance and Don is beautiful. <laughs> but if you're being it, you how you ponder. Okay, let me ponder. Hmm. It's Mike. Mike today is if like an AI created human emotions, <laughs> and if AI made a forehead. Look at that fucking forehead. <laughs> fucking um. So, as you know, with the interrogators, it's a it's a one word association thing. And yeah. I don't know if you have notes on this, but I'm going to go through it with you, and I yeah. want to see if you can guess what he said. Do you guys have notes on it? I don't, baby. Perfect. I re- Okay, so the ones you – if you know it, Jenny, don't say it, all right? Okay, I won't. So it's Dusty Rhodes in the hot seat. There, there is like one I did make a comment about, so we'll okay. see. Well, okay, first he says ladder match. Um, uh, Ric Flair. Uh. <laughs> okay. NWA Next Generation. You remember what he says to this? Uh, Me. Ted Turner? Daddy. Daddy. <laughs> Question mark. Daddy. So stupid. WCW. <laughs> Fucking balls on this man. Like you were there your whole career. You Not even that. Ch- you were charged. Yes, I was gonna say he ran the fucking place. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Nikita Koloff. Uh, Ruski. Power. <laughs> Gold dust. This one's easy. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Nolan Ryan or Roger Clemens? Oh, Nolan Ryan, Texas uh, baby. The rocket in his prime was not as good as Nolan baby. <laughs> and then Jeff Jarrett. Uh, ungrateful son of a bitch. Well, champion. <laughs> J- champion. Yeah. Yes. That was it. That was the whole segment. There's maybe one or two. They ideas. really interrogated. They really got in deep. What was the point of this? <laughs> it's one of those things where I, I like the concept, but the execution is is terrible. Can we just use it to move the story forward in, yeah. in any way? Why are we talking about Roger Clemens? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking my well, son. It was, it was kind of a big deal at this point. I guess. Yeah. 
I would look, never take away this segment. It's fucking hilarious. Well, I look, it, look. The point in the end is to fill five minutes of pay per view. Exactly. Time that you're for, right. Exactly. Um, next up, though, is the ladder match between Dusty Rhodes and Briar Law. Briar. Briar. Briar Lawler. That's his name from now on. Briar. Uh, Briar Lawler for the stolen NWA title. Guys, was the world ready for this match to take place in 2003? No. No, Laura looks like such a dipshit. Look at this. Get this guy. Piece of shit. Coming out. Okay. He's got a NWA titles on the line with this yeah. stupid match. What Look is wrong this. with his face, Denny? What is his, what is his <laughs> face? What is wrong with all of him? Like, it's all wrong. What's right with him? <laughs> <laughs> Even the flip off, he does like so stupid. He's like, yeah, like, yeah. it's so big. It doesn't need to be that big. It's not a big building. It's like a, it's like slick dancing with none of the style. Ugh. Then Lawler climbs the ropes. He just screams at the crowd. Like maybe they'll finally give him the attention he so deserves. Mm-hmm. JT, maybe this is hard for you, but would can, would you describe Dusty Rhodes' entrance music for me? <laughs> um, it's been a while. <laughs> it feels to me like there's like 600 banjos playing, like it's an <laughs> entire banjo orchestra. Yeah, Redneck Symphony. Um, Jenny, what has more damage done to it, Dusty's forehead or my pussy? Ah, <laughs> uh, Dusty's forehead, I think. <laughs> This thing's pretty fucking destroyed. Yeah. It's right here. All right. Um, also, how do we feel about Dusty's soul patch? I like it. That. I like it. And it's everything so far you keep asking about is this very, like, the epitome of 2002, 3. Like, know. soul patch, the blonde, messy hair, the baggy clothes. Like, this is. But the problem is, life these, was are, like. these are trends for young people. Well, they, Dusty wrestlers, Rose is the one thing you can say about wrestlers is they always dunk, think they're younger. Than they are, mm. and they act accordingly. That's in my opinion. Dusty can do whatever the fuck he wants, so oh. I like it. A midget beating off inside a trash can. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So Briar Lawler starts the match by jumping Dusty <laughs> while Briar still has all his gear on. And if you follow this podcast, you know it's a lot of fucking gear it's sunglasses, <laughs> uh, pride, necklaces. I I also feel like Dusty's choice of knee pads over jeans is probably yes. very uncomfortable. Yes. You're going to be like, extra safe. No, I don't well, put them under the jeans. Anyway, um, Brian Lawler uses the ladder, ladder early in the match as a weapon. Guys, why were the announcers so shocked and full of indignation that he's using the ladder as it's almost like they thought he was going to not abuse the old man, I guess. But, like, that first ladder shot to the head is pretty nasty. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he gets him really good, and Dusty's bleeding right away. Oh, yeah. It, 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 it's two for two now in the matches with, like, a massive amount of blood. It's not even the last blood we're going to see tonight. No. It's not even the worst blood we're going to see tonight. Um, the start of this one, too, is just Lawler taking the whole match, which mm-hmm. I was shocked by. Uh, JT, did you notice when they tried to recreate the um, the, like, the, the the Vince McMahon like yes oh yeah <laughs> dusty yeah. on the side they definitely but they, tried but yeah. they just have no clue how to fucking shoot it like the crazier thing too uh, is that that ladder is so cheap like when Lawler starts to climb it like it be- like it's bending immediately on- and he's not even like yeah. that big of a guy and that that thing is like completely starting to crumble as he's climbing if it. you're a company putting on a ladder match yeah. what 
priority number one be that the fucking ladder can stand? Yeah. yeah. And it's not a hard, expensive thing to go buy. Like, no. go to any local. There's a million fucking hardware stores in Nashville. Like, just go buy one that's decently made. And don't just buy one. Yeah, buy a couple. <laughs> buy like, there's, and for sure, there's a ladder in the building. Like, every building has a ladder. It's wobbling everywhere. The Like you say, it's well, the ref has to hold it for Brian yeah. Lawler, right? Like, and to me, this is the kind of stuff that makes the promotion feel second rate. Yeah. It's yeah. this exact stuff. JT, why is there a step ladder um, under the ring? I ain't climbing the real ladder, baby. Everything. <laughs> Step ladder. I'm just gonna yeah. take one gentle step up at a time. I love it. I love, I love it. him bashing Lawler with it nonchalantly. Oh my god, that's I love amazing. it. Yeah, he's Jenny, how good is Dusty Rhodes at the little things that make wrestling great? He's the fucking king. He's no, look, he's just, fucking... the, just all. Oh, that the elbow drop. This elbow drop is so it's fucking so good. So fucking great. He'll be very ginger, baby. It's that he lands first. That's look, the problem. Yeah, he does. Yeah. <laughs> If his feet didn't land first, it'd be a great spot. But, like, but he insisted on taking that last step. He didn't have to do that. He could have done it yeah. right there. But no, he wanted that last little step on that tiny-ass ladder. That's oh what God. he does. He's um, the best. Now, this is a record for me. The first time, this is the longest I've gone in an episode, watching an episode, um, without screaming, shut the fuck up at the TV at Mike today. <laughs> and I did it at this point because he starts talking about fucking plunder. And it's like, yeah. shut the fuck like, He has plunder. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, yeah, I, I just feel we're really stretching what needs to be under that ring. Uh, and, and when in that match where he jumps off that ladder, like we all saw it just now, fucking Mike today has the balls to go from the third rung. <laughs> like, uh, Fuck, and the you. Poor, fuck, yeah, you fuck you. Fuck you, you piece of shit in your forehead. <laughs> uh, the poor ladder only gets worse as the match goes on. Yeah. Lawler, Lawler climbs the ladder, uh, has tons of time, mm -hmm. and for some reason, instead of getting the belt, just jumps off. <laughs> Nothing sexy about that. Then Dusty gets the advantage, mm -hmm. and instead of climbing it's like... Jenny, can we forgive Dusty though on the slow climb? If anyone's getting forgiveness, Dusty. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean you don't need a fast climb. Like, you, no, that's unsafe. What? We need him to take his time. Like if there was a, if his if his feet were on fire and the top <laughs> of the water was a bucket of water, could he actually even get it up any faster than he did? Uh, probably not. <laughs> so, like most matches in this promotion, we have interference. So David Flair is here to try to fuck the life fuck out of tradition. Me. Flair. Yeah, but before he can do anything, Nikita Koloff shows up, and Nikita deserts David quicker than his father did. <laughs> Nikita climbs, and I cannot stress enough how much Nikita Koloff cannot get the belt off the ring. No, he's struggling big time. It's, it's so long. He's pulling. In Russia, they don't have to do that. You know, no one hooks them. Built on leather. In, in Russia, built and hook you. In Russia, built already inside of me. <laughs> um, <laughs> So he finally, he finally does get it down. And despite up until this point, if my memory serves me right, being an enemy to Dusty Rhodes for mm -hmm. weeks, mm -hmm. he hands the belt to Dusty and reforms the superpowers. Well, and it was foreshadowed in the interrogators when yeah. they asked him on Nikita Superpower. and he said superpowers. superpowers. Like, yeah. he knew. Uh, he knew what was coming. JT, does Nikita look like he should be managing a dock somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> A dog. Fishing boats are late. I will make sure that your carpets get here on time. Uh, 
Uh, Dusty and Nikita hug. It's a nice moment until they try completely unable to hold that belt together. Mm -hmm. They lift it two or three times and they finally just settle on fuck it. The belt's going to be upside down. They hold it upside down. All that time to upside down. Whatever. Everyone's happy. The match is good. And then Eric Watts runs in, steals the belt, and it just <laughs> negates everything. Oh everything. My God. It's, it's like so fucking pointless. Ugh. Jenny, where are you at with this tradition versus <sighs> second generation, guys? I'm pretty much over it. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you break this long feud from Dusty and Nikita to, for this shit? Like, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. What? And, and get a ladder that can actually reach where you've got the belt hung also, because I think that's what the problem was. Nobody could reach that fucking shit. And, when they and, did reach it, they couldn't bring it down. Yeah. And Lawler, like, is the worst of all these guys. Like, so I don't I haven't minded uh, yeah. Watts that much because like this weird coked out self-aware character he's playing is like at least entertaining. Lawler's just insane. And even Flair's been like okay. Um, like so I haven't minded him and Wasp, but Law is like the worst part of it. But Dusty's Law is always the most featured one. That's yeah, the problem. That's the yeah. yeah, and Dusty's always engaging. Like the crowd is into him. Like that's that was great. fine. Yeah. Oh, Dusty um, all day. Dusty could be the champion of this yeah. promotion. I'd be happy. Yeah, I really don't give a shit. Like no, so it was slow pace. Like I went two stars. I just I didn't understand restarting the angle as soon as I did. Yeah, like what JT? What's the point of doing that? Like yeah. you, you went through it all to get the belt back to Dusty, and then you just take it away right away. Like yeah, like did they need to keep? these young guys strong we all hate them well i think watts is the, the big bad right so i think they're right. trying to get to that but yeah we'll see but there's no time to think about it because we're back out to goldilocks running outside with after chris harris and she's like i've got some questions for you from being in the <laughs> sex locker room jenny the camera pans around and there's clearly some dude's backyard like where are they <laughs> no i think they're in the parking lot aren't they they're in my house yeah, <laughs> well, I had him come film, and then we watched the Giants game. How many times do you think they asked that guy if they could film in his backyard? Look <laughs> at this great swing set. All right, I was gonna uh, have a cookout, but I'll wait. All right, the Raven can come bleed here. Uh, Goldie's upset with Harris, uh, which is strange because she's in the fucking sex locker room more than anybody. And Harris tries the whole look. These guys are okay, you know, they're fine. They're they're good guys. They just what care about the business. About? It's fine. Yeah. Uh, JT, is there any conceivable way that Mike Sanders cares about the business? Uh, no, because this whole thing is like ridiculous. Like he's rambling. He shows up and Harris is like, Gilberti wants to see you. And Harris says, you got no options. So you got too much heat in the TNA locker room. No yeah. one likes you there. And said, I don't give a shit. I had heat since day one. Uh, yeah. Harris calls him an asshole. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, God. The hair is so stupid. And then Sanders says it's 30 degrees and gives Harris his jacket. Like, it, none of it makes sense. It makes fun of him for not wearing a jacket. Like, yeah. why are we doing this? Um, and even before we get to this point, fucking jealous James Storm shows up and is bitching at Harris. <laughs> and, and like, Storm could not have made himself look weaker here. Like, because right. he's like, look, the promises we made to one another. What the fuck is that in a wrestling <laughs> show? Like, now in this picture you're seeing now, which is Sanders, Goldie, and uh, James Storm. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I love that Karis is like, look, Mike, no one likes you, which is true. Yeah. <laughs> I think Goldie's the only one who's wearing anything that you could, if they got in a time machine, she'd be the only one that would look okay today. I was just about to say, like, I think she's ahead of the curve with the jean jacket. Like, I don't know if that was fully back yet in 03. Like, I feel like she was 
kind of back back ahead of the curve. She'd get she'd get bashed for wearing the Jesus cross. Yeah, I was gonna say take that cross off. That's what would happen. Uh Jenny, is Mike Sanders right when he says he has more heat than anyone? Uh I mean, I guess technically, but he makes it seem like it's something cool, but really it's just they all hate you. Like it's earned? Like right. he's got earned heat. Right. You don't yeah. No. He's, he's trying the... way too hard. He's just yeah. trying too hard to be like cool slacker. I don't care. Yeah. Mike Sanders. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm above this. Like I don't know. It's, he's awful. He's really but been one of the worst parts. He of the just show. caves and he just goes right to where they want. Right. Like whatever. Uh, yeah. Also, the, the, the tucked in T-shirt from Chris Harris. Like, <laughs> just you don't wear a bandana and then something tucked in. <laughs> I, I, JT, describe uh, Chris Harris's arms for me. Big, big, daddy, <laughs> daddy, daddy. Uh, Mike Sanders wishes he had arms like that. According to Wildcat, I found this whole segment yep. just a fucking mess. Like, yeah, it sucks because it's just too much of Sanders and Disco. Like we don't. Yeah, and speaking of which, right, We're right back to it. Yeah. We get the yep. we get gifted Glenn Gilberti, which is kind of a good name. It's yeah. a good asshole heel name. I'm t- I don't hate Gilberti during this run. No, Sanders. As a guy to me, like that, I always in my mind was like, oh, he wasn't bad. He was fun in WCW. He kind of got screwed in WWF. Like, maybe he could have, but watching him here, I'm like, no, he fucking sucks. He's terrible. Like, yeah, I am done with him. But Gilberti's actually been okay no. since Russo left. And again, he's become this middle manager. He's been you know, a lot more interesting. I think, too, like his the character he played, Disco Inferno, is just so out there and wild mm. that it was, I think it took a while to kind of get that out of your head with him. Right. Um, yeah, so he's fighting the phenomenal AJ Styles. Uh, Jenny, wh- Gilberti comes out. Why would you rip the collar of your shirt here unless you're going to rip the shirt off? <laughs> it's not a style thing. I know it's, JT's got the button undone, but that's a button, you know? <laughs> I got to do that, buddy. I think we made a full jersey. And I go to Maybe he didn't store. realize how strong he was, you know? Oh fuck it! I'm just gonna take it off. Um, AJ heads down to the ring, and it, I don't know if you caught this. Immediately calls Disco a homophobic slur yep. <laughs> that I can't repeat here. No. But in some places, you might put one in your mouth. Mm. JT, should AJ be fighting Gilberti, or should he be doing better stuff? <laughs> um, like I think he's been established as better, but I don't mind it because it's like hmm? not you don't have great matches every week as a top guy like you're not always fighting other top stars so they're like all right this week you're just gonna Gilberti's gonna take a crack and AJ just beats the shit out of him so it's like, right. it's like whatever like sometimes you just fight a guy lesser than you right uh, AJ so smooth his aerial tactics are so good it's probably no surprise uh and and this it's no surprise I find this as even at the beginning it's the best discos looked in the ring since joining oh the yes but far mm-hmm. and away Mm-hmm. Um, serious question, and this might sound like a joke, but it's a serious question. Jenny, Uh-oh. is Gilberti hurt by his face? Do you mean by his nose size? Maybe. I just find he's got a face. He looks like a fucking weak loser. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's, you know, it reminds me of, it's like when Sting, when Sting wears the white makeup with the black, you know, like mm-hmm. when he comes to Starkey, he looks sad. He looks like a sad <laughs> clown. I find Gilberti looks like a sad clown without the makeup. Sad clown. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. I've never thought of it that way, but he, he does, does have he does have a 
<laughs> like a hangdog look to him. Yeah, like he looks yeah. sad and depressed. I don't turn right, into yeah. wrestling to see someone struggling with depression. Like, <laughs> I'm already struggling with depression. I don't need to fucking have that projected on the TV screen. I don't want to see someone sad. I'm sad. It's called escapism. Anyway, uh, then we get all fucking philosophical about Disco needing to turn his life around. Fucking Don West philosophizer. Uh, crowd is chanting Disco sucks, but I think he's doing okay here. He is doing uh, okay. Yeah, he's all right. We talk at length, too, about how great AJ Styles is in the ring. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think is the weak spot in his game? In the ring or overall, you mean? In the ring. Never mind everything else, because I think personality and, and promo one. I'm just talking in ring. Mm. I don't, uh, does he not bring guys up? You mean like... To, to his level? Oh, no, but I, I, I don't even know if that's fair. I think that's a good point. But it's like his level is so high that like no one's really there. Yeah. Um, Jenny, what do you think? I would say it would be a disconnect from the audience. Like like the personality uh, can't click in with the audience. Yeah, like it like his re- it has a coldness to it. You know, yeah. it has a aloofness to it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think those are great points. I, I was I went even I a I think AJ Styles is like a low-key bad puncher. Mm. He uses yeah. his wrist. And I, I'm curious, I don't know why I started thinking about this, but I'm curious how this ranks him in terms of some of the all-time great workers. Because I find the all-time great worker pretty great punchers too. Yeah. Flair, Brett, Sean, Savage, they all had great punches and strikes to round out their offense. Well, do, you think that, do you think that hurts him getting into that tier? No, because I think he's so elite at everything else he that it kind of yeah, yeah. And he's not really in an era where punches matter matter as much. Like to me, you need to be a great puncher in the '80s and early right. '90s. Like by this time, it's almost more important to do some of the other crazy shit he's doing. That's true, and it's, he does make up for it with his feet. Like yeah. his kicks are always yeah real. Uh, they do the dumb educated ass, feet, educated feet tang. Uh, they do the dumbass finish where Disco pins AJ for three, but then oh. the ref sees. AJ's arm on the ropes and then reverses right. it. Then AJ sneaks up. I thought this was a good competitive match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does this match help AJ Styles, Jenny? Uh, I wondered that too because the, he got away with a little bit of a heel ending there, didn't he? And yeah. he didn't really need it. He had the match won. He had no. There was no reason to put his feet up on the ropes. But I think he did it just to be like an asshole. To, That's um, what I'm saying. To Gilberti, though, like almost like a hey, you tried to cheat. Yeah. Uh, now I can I could beat you either way. Um, right. I, I don't know. I, I didn't mind it. It was just kind of a cocky thing to do. I didn't mind um, it either. But JT, do we need to protect Disco with the finish? Because I don't think it's this... protecting him. Yeah, I think it was more to like show that Gilberti kind of can't do shit right right now. Like okay. he cheats and loses, and then AJ beats him. And like it's almost like. Um, everything's going against him because even assaults the ref after he's like frustrated. Um, I think this did help AJ because it goes against what I said a second ago. I think it showed that he could carry a guy that wasn't quite at his level. Um, I thought he sold his ass off. His comebacks were really good. I thought Gilberti did okay. Kind of going hold for hold of them. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought he looked okay in the match. Like I don't think he looked completely outclassed, but, uh, I went three stars. Like I thought, again, it's a fine segment. I can't believe him. I keep saying it, but like, Again, Gilberti's been okay during this run of the last few episodes. Yeah. I mean, Disco is upset. The last 18 months of this podcast, which is like three episodes. Disco is upset. He screams, come on. Don West is Don West is on Disco's side. Yeah. It's yeah. unfair. 
Uh, I think it's unfair that Battle Cat never made it and Disco did. <laughs> um, I'm a three and a quarter for the match, actually. I, I quite liked it. Yeah. I'm surprised. Um, Mike Tanay, though, is adamant. Uh, the, and I mean adamant that the referee was correct. But then again, he's adamant and indignant about fucking everything in his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Gilberti decides then to kick the shit out of the ref. Whatever. Uh, JT, did even the ref beating need to bleed into the fucking crowd on this one? No, yeah. I know. It's like, I, I mean, yeah. knock him down and move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then tries to murder the ref with a chair. Tanae screaming, this is uncalled for. I, I can't believe this happening. It's uncalled for. Then fucking get off your fat ass and help. <laughs> like, yeah. a man is dying. Well, he calls for a commissioner. We need a commissioner around. Jenny, does this place need a commissioner? What do you Yeah, think? we definitely need more uh, authority mean, figures. Yeah. <laughs> Who we got? We'll never have too many. <laughs> what happened to Ricky Steamboat? What the hell has he been? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was the commissioner. Where, yeah, where's the didn't they have a committee or some bullshit? A bunch of the executive old committee. Yeah. Wasn't uh what's his name? Uh Jeff Jarrett Bullet? around? Bullet yeah, yeah, he was around yeah. Bullet Armstrong. Yeah. Like where are these yeah. guys all at? And the fucking cab driver with the hat. Remember <laughs> 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 his name. Yeah, Cabby. Where's yeah. him? Like Cabby Smith. Um, all right. Um <laughs> Goldie's back, though, in the sex dressing room, despite all her indignation against Chris Harris. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking blasting Disco for assaulting the ref, right? Mm-hmm. Now Sanders comes in. He's screaming. Disco's blaming Sanders for D'Lo coming into the dressing room. JT, is all this dissension between these sex guys really necessary? I like it because it's such – like, this guy is so beleaguered. <laughs> like, he, he already got yelled at. He's – then he loses the match. He comes back here and he sees stupid Sanders come in More with his dumb yelling. face. Uh, D'Lo's yelling at him. Gilberta shits on D'Lo. He's like, you weren't handpicked by Russo. You got no reason to yell at me. Um, Glenn says, Sanders bleeds sex. He's one of them. And he wants to see Sanders beat Brown's ass tonight. And for the first time in a while, sex will have Sanders back. Uh, but Sanders better get the job done. So Gilberta's kind of backing his boy, but also giving him an ultimatum at the same time. Why does want- he like him? Why does the he buddies. care about him? Because he's, like, he's probably like his childhood friend, oh you know, a friend God. you made in second grade that you just you wouldn't be friends with if you met today. But I think, like, on a psychological can't count level, on those dudes. If they're like, I think they were both handpicked by Vince Russo, and if Vince Russo made a mistake with Mike Sanders, it's very possible that Dis- Disco might think maybe Vince mm. Russo made a mistake with me. Maybe. Oh, God, that is way yeah. too much psychology for fucking Disco and Mike Sanders. Well, fuck psychology because Sonny Siaki's out. I don't oh, know God. why. JT, why, psychology. why isn't Sonny Siaki getting all of these, all this TV time, JT, instead of these two idiots? Yeah, I mean, he should be the centerpiece, right? Ace in the hole, because we've oh, talked about it, of, of sex. Um, he's yeah. with Desire, who's looking stacked. Mm. And he's gonna, they're going to fight David Young and Athena. Jenny, who's the best Athena? Athena, current day Athena, or goddess of wisdom Athena? Goddess of wisdom Athena. Obviously. Good call. I knew you were wise. Mm-hmm, uh, Sunny, Sunny, and Desire come down to the ring with someone called Ryan Sweeney, um, who's <laughs> I believe a man who bid on this chance to do. Wait, what? This. He spent money on it, right? No. Yeah. yeah no. They, yeah, money Mark, Money Mark, Ryan Sweeney. Ryan Sweeney, if you're watching this, please leave a comment and tell us how much you got. You had to pay for the privilege of walking down to the ring with Sonny Siaki. Um, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But, uh, what also, what I want to know about the auction is, like, was it specifically to walk Sonny down? Or did right. he get to? Or did he get to pick to do anything on the show? And he's no, like, no, I think what? he probably was like, you get to appear on the show. 
And then he won. They and say, okay, you're going to escort Siaki. To the okay. But why? He's a heel. Oh, he's that a is Come on, Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Uh, um, oh. <laughs> uh, mixed tag rules here. And Athena, I think, when she comes out, she looks like a fucking badass, right? Yes, yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. But then she skips to the ring. Yep. <laughs> Um, I guess running. <laughs> Jenny, has anyone ever looked intimidating skipping? Uh, sometimes, if you got a if you got a folding chair in your hand, <laughs> like I feel like through. Godzilla could skip through Tokyo, and yeah. we'd be like, "What is happening?" Oh, he's so cute. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Siaki on the mic, and I fucking love Siaki on the mic. Everyone knows Ace in the Hole, Sunny Siaki. Everyone <laughs> knows me. <laughs> That's the first words out of his mouth. Sucky Siaki. Um, he says the reason that he and Eric, uh, Eric, no, not Eric, David Young, that's yep. later. He and David Young aren't getting along is because me, Sonny Siaki, I got the best looks and the best body. And Young, <laughs> you're fat and ugly. <laughs> it's just so matter of fact. And then he then he goes, the real beef here is between the beautiful desire and that little skank of the... <laughs> right? And then Siaki, the match is desire versus fatty. And he's like, this doesn't concern us. And then, but Athena and Desire are in to all of this. Right. They're yeah. both like, yeah, yeah. And then, so they get out, and then this happens. Uh, I can't, why, why, why does this happen? Why does David Young fucking spike the shit out of Athena? Like, well, he's he's gone sex. Um, yep. It's such a meaningless turn. Like, this is when yes. you think of the worst of Tiana. Like, yeah. meaningless swerves. Like, this, who cared? Like, we really needed David Young and sex. And, oh, well, we have to have more abuse of women. Like, we have to get that in. We haven't had enough tonight. So, we got we to gotta chalk that one in. It just didn't make sense. It was meaningless to me. This, I, this was a dud. I mean, it's, it's not even a it's match, a, but it's, it's like, stupid. Mm-hmm. it's yeah, dumb. Like, this. this is like the worst part of the show to me so far. Desire either. does roll over and pin her. But, yeah, Jenny, I mean, yeah. like. No, fuck is, all that. Does this though make Sonny Siaki the leader, Jenny? Because at least he's recruiting people. <laughs> Bringing new people. Uh, leader of the ab- abusers. All right, sure. <laughs> and I guess to, to follow, I know there's not much more to say about this, but JT, why is everything that happens in this promotion at Athena's expense? I know it's a poor woman. Like, yeah, like, I got nothing. Well, we move away from that. Golda, Goldie, Gold Dust. Goldie's in the back with Perry Saturn. In preparation yeah. for his mic against Mike Barton. But I'm like, yeah, too. But then he starts talking and he goes, <laughs> 500. 500 fights. Am I, guys, have, have both both these guys have had 500 fights, number one. What is wrong? Uh, both of you, what is wrong with Perry Saturn's brain? He's gone. He's scrambled. Oh, I mean, yeah. completely scrambled. Like, yeah. he's, he's got not much left at this point. No, no. Uh, Jarrett interrupts and, and says this Hey Perry hold on a second uh, Oh no <laughs> They gotta get him choking Goldie um, <laughs> I find when, when, when Jarrett calls him Calls Saturn Perry it like Perry. takes away hey, Perry. All, Perry. takes away all of Perry's status as a badass. Yeah. What's up, hey, Perry? Come on now, Perry? Perry. He doesn't yell at you. Perry. Like he says it like So even uh, Goldust called Austin Stone. Yeah. Stone. <laughs> stone. <laughs> That's right. Stone. Stone. Uh Barton attacks Saturn. Jenny, what does Goldie scream? Oh no. 
close. Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) No. So we're we're rolling right into uh, Mike Barton, uh, Mike Barton-san against lovable derelict Perry Saturn. Yes. Barton's got the Japanese flag all over his fucking pants like he's a traitor. Is that what that was? Yeah, the rising sun on his tight. Well, he did. I mean, he he worked in Japan. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where he kind of rebirthed his career after the brawl for all bullshit. Rebirth? He's in TNA. Um, I mean, he should have been done. (laughs) He's here because he was good in in Japan. He should have (laughs) retired. Within 30 seconds, Perry Saturn is busted open from the punches. His eye is a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. He just becomes dead weight at one point. Um, but this doesn't fucking stop Perry from inventing Suplex City on Mike Barton's cowboy. This match is stiff as yes. fuck. Yes, yeah, they sir. Beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they do. Like they pound each other. Yeah. But I would like to just know what what is the facial expressions that mm. Perry Saturn are making? Like what what, like, <laughs> what is that expression? That's in, Barton. Barton. That's Barton. Yeah. Bart, what is Barton. that expression on Barton? That's my mistake. What is that expression on Barton? Is that an expression you should ever do in a professional fight? That is the expression of, first of all, someone whose neck looks like it's the same as his face uh, straight down. I think it's just the angle. Second of all, I think it's a man who realizes Perry Saturn is like some kind of cyborg and not a real human being. <laughs> he's like, what? Yes, Why do I keep getting in these situations? It's like it's like a Ferris Bueller pause. Like, it's like, you might be wondering how I got here. Like, again, here's poor Mike Barton, like, gets his way to the top. And now he's in there with this fucking maniac, stiffing the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's funny because Saturn is stiffing him, but I'm pretty sure he was stiffing Saturn oh, yeah. too. Yeah, so he was. Oh, he's giving uh, right back. It's like was. Saturn is bleeding <laughs> everywhere. Saturn <laughs> loves the business, right? Like yes. he is giving. No one is working this hard in TNA. This is the crazy part. Like no. the young guys flying around, but like yeah. nobody is having these fucking brutal Japanese level strong style matches in TNA. That's how much these guys are like trying to stand out um, yeah. during this time. You're trying to tell us you're a tiger right now? Tigre. Tigre, excuse me. Um, I don't know if it's intentional. Damn, I, don't know if they plan- I don't know if they planned this, but like it's making Barton look like a killer and making Saturn getting him some huge sympathy heat. So it's mm-hmm. match. He's doing the whole match where he's trying to knock him out and then yep. he's demanding the ref count him. Yes. Which I like because it plays into like I mean I didn't love him going off about the brawl for all earlier, but at least they're tying it in. Yeah, right? yeah. He just is I'm gonna prove I'm gonna still be a knockout artist. And we shit on at least I shit on, but we kind of shit on the camera crew for missing the dusty spot over the ring. But they get this great camera shot on delayed suplex. Oh shit, yeah. The blood is just all stripping down out. That was like, sick. And, yeah. Great shot. What a great use of that move in mm-hmm. that moment. Mm-hmm. And great instinct from the cameraman. Um, and I feel like if you went to the show with no prior knowledge of who they were or, or anything, these two look like world beaters. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like Saturn's going to pull it out uh, with a deep. And I even love the ending of the match mm-hmm. where Barton, I guess, breaks his hand on Saturn's face. Yeah, he broke his hand punching him, and yeah. then Saturn just wrenches it, and he's got to give up. Yeah, it's this is awesome. Like, this it's fucking rock. Like, give me this yeah. in TNA. Yeah. Two badasses, Hasas beating the shit out of each other. Like, Barton is so good in this role as just the big, like, cowboy brawler. And Saturn was great as the awesome, bloody underdog. 
um, a fresh feeling battle. One of my favorite things we've watched in TNA so far. I went three and a half, which um, maybe not three and a half, but like if you knew this match was going to be this is like three and a half, like that would have been crazy before you go to watch it. It is kind of an underground legend, this match. Like it's oh, kind of really? known. Um, I, I vaguely remember at the time, but then I, I remember talking to Chad about it like last year. And he's like, yeah, that was like, that's like talked about a lot of circles as like kind of this weird gem buried in this TNA show. Hmm. And I, I, to your point, Aaron, when you talk about like people in TNA maybe hadn't seen them or, or maybe newer fans that weren't as aware, um, it reminds me, Jenny, of like probably a poor man's version of like when awesome and Tanaka showed up in ECW mm. and out of nowhere just started destroying each uh, other with chairs and being crazy. Like that must've yeah. been what this was like, like, wait a minute, <laughs> what are we doing? Like these two guys are out here out of nowhere. They haven't been, they've only been here maybe one, one or two combined appearances. And now they're just like massacring each other yeah. with this brutal. And it wasn't just like the opener was like weapons for weapons sake. Like mm-hmm. this was a fight. <laughs> like there's, yeah, no, it was. there's no cheese graters. There's no tail. Like they're just beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, am I wrong? Was this bordering on great? No, it was, it was, I, I'm a huge Saturn mark anyway. So mm. all of this was amazing. <laughs> and uh, honestly, I expect this sort of performance from Saturn. So I, I, I didn't know it was underground legend, but I did three and a half stars on that shit too, because it was incredible. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what is he doing? <laughs> why, why is he, going so hard but then i'm like fuck it he doesn't have a functional brain that's what that's what he does and that's what i love about him yeah he, i mean look i'm i'm at 375 i'm at three oh, and three quarters shit. i considered four i was like fuck i really love it's this great yeah like um saturn has a ripoff of cashmere from led zeppelin as his, uh, <laughs> they're all ripoffs yeah um goldie in the back with new jack um immediately within 10 seconds he's told to shut up shut up right away uh sandman comes in he's screaming you jenny, fucked up the you, plan why jenny why are sandman and new jack mad at each other and did you make out a single solitary word that they said well sandman's mad because new jack fucked up the match for him yeah he earlier. fucked up the plan he says you fucked up the yeah plan. he fucked up the plan and sandman look like a guy who has a plan like he uh, is See, and smoke uh, they're face to face like like right on each other and I'm like, what's going to happen? And then, as if the show needed more chaos, out of nowhere, a fucking fireball enters the ring. I thought... What does Goldie... What does Goldie scream? Fire! Oh, shit! Fire! Fire! <laughs> Uh, I thought you were gonna play Fireball. (laughs) Here comes Father Jim. Got a fucking fireball, gonna burn you. And you'll never be Denzel Washington, (laughs) dude. Oh, you may be Denzel's friend. friend. Oh, the best you can do. Since you kill that fat guy in Massachusetts. Maybe better than Cuba Good and Junior. <laughs> you could have been a Jerry Maguire. Um, the new church murders them. Murders yes. everyone. Yes. Guys, did did Father Mitchell need to sniff the camera so much at the end? Yes. It was so much Oh, they're my favorite part of the show. Uh, gosh, they're uh, awesome. Are they erring on the side of doing too much with these guys no. near Jack? With them being on the show so much? No, because I think what you want to do with these types of guys is run Mm -hmm. them into the fucking ground. It's like an old running back. Like, get what you can out of it before the wheels come off. Like, 
eventually these dudes are going to self-destruct and fall apart and quit and no show like run them into the ground get everything you want out of them and then see you later like you're not playing the long game of new jack in 2003 you know i mean like like it's let's let's just burn bright burn bright get them out and and yeah they're, they're gonna be best in this tight window like they're yeah. not long-term assets at this point. They're, they're just not. No. Like, so wow. just whatever. Like, let them carry your show for a couple months with chaos. And then eventually, you know, they're going to probably self-destruct. Halfway point of the show. Oh my right God. here. Ow. Yeah. Um, and we're on to Mike Sanders, D'Lo Brown. It's our match. Jenny, <laughs> oh, are you, Jenny, are you down? No, I'm not fucking down. All right. Well, D'Lo's I ain't never got, been down. How are we only I halfway? D'Lo's got some. <laughs> I, I was thinking that as I was. Those are the main up. event. Uh, nope, I, I was there's like, are you four, sure? There's like four other matches um, <laughs> and an interview to end. Uh, D'Lo's got some great fire, right? Uh, but can we talk, can we please talk about this look from Mike Sanders? I feel like it's no. the same, it's the same font as when Triple H was wearing those long tights, like in 1998. Um, this outfit, does this outfit that Sanders is wearing fit in this world? No. He, it's like a full Olympic singlet and <laughs> he looks like a giant baby, like poured into like a onesie. <laughs> like that's what it looks like to me. Like shoe polish in his hair. They both look like that. To me. It's as bad. Like this is a guy that has no confidence and no identity. This is a dude that's like just trying to do whatever he can to make something click. And he's got zero confidence that anything's working. Like that's where he's at right now. He's like, all right, I'm going to be a cool slacker guy. Now I'm going to be, intense real wrestler guy now i'm gonna be you know leader of sex guy like none of it feels legit no it all just feels like a guy trying too hard to find something that works yeah why would he order that singlet where would he order that singlet like it's, it's bad it's bad yeah uh, yeah sanders hits a moonsault on the outside which already looks sloppy but then he kind of just rolls up to his back like a child would like trying to kip up you know, like when a child is like, hey, I kipped up. Like, that's what Sanders does. I, I want to say that I'm surprised that Sanders takes so much of the match early on, but mm. that's pretty par for the courts here. We get the most of the worst guys, I feel. Yeah. Whole story, whole story is the infighting between sex. That's mm-hmm. all the commentators are talking about. That's all that's going on. How dumb, though, does Mike Sanders look in this mockery of D'Lo Brown? Like, he tries to do D'Lo's arm picks <laughs> and, like, what is that? Like, I don't know. It's the shitty version of like, <laughs> like it's, 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 it's basically a seizure. That he's what is he doing? It's a guy that can't do anything right. It's just like, oh my God. no matter everything he does, it's just stupid. Yeah. I, I wish that was his character that like, he can't do anything right. But wow. His tongue is out the side of his mouth. <laughs> it's like a guy like at a, a mega church. You're like, all right, get the exorcism. Oh having a jesus moment um oh shit after the mockery of this the match Make it stop please oh, it slows to a crawl with a cobra clutch don west then decides to bring up a half like a halfway decent point where he's like i think d'lo was forgetting what this match means to him <laughs> jt is he talking about the character or the performer yeah uh, a little bit of both probably because he's probably thinking like all right d'lo like you're supposed to be an ace in this promotion you wanted the title shot and you know you're dragging through this match with Mike Sanders right now. Yeah. It does hit a nice spine buster though. Oh, it does. And my, but Mike Sanders is garbage in the ring. Cause like there's so much, co- all of Mike Sanders' spots are so much cooperation. 
Brown yeah. finally gets control, but then Siaki and Desire are out for the distraction. Jenny, was all the interference they did there necessary for a <laughs> near fall? <laughs> That's how bad Sanders is. Yeah. Well. <laughs> the uh, he does the superflex is nice though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and then out of nowhere, Delo hits a sky high for the win. Um, Gilberti jumps in from behind. Gilberti and Siaki double team Delo. I do like the, I, I like the little synergy of Gilberti and uh, and Siaki wearing the same color scheme of red mm. and red and black. Mike's oh, like, now you like the red, huh? Well, I mean, as long as they're not fucking James Mitchell, I'm on board. I'm just saying, yeah. is is he part of their their sex fuck stable? Yes, yeah, your... they're fuck stable. West um, is begging at this point for a commissioner. Tanae is begging for law and order. I'm a two and a quarter for the match. JT, who is the best choice for a commissioner here? Nick Bockwinkle <laughs> is my only choice ever for a commissioner. <laughs> I don't know if he's dead or delirious at this point, but bring him back. Um, I went two and three quarters. Actually, it was okay. Uh, you know, it, it was fine. Like, they actually have given a lot of in-ring time on this card, which we don't always get with TNA, but, like, I feel like all the matches have gotten some time. Yeah. And they all have different structure, which I appreciate. Like, not every match feels the same. Uh, Sanders comes up short again. I would argue this might be his best match in TNA so far that we've seen. Um, not a very high bar, but... I think it is, too, and I'm at two and a quarter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Brown's usual. He's just... Brown is sound in the ring. And that's what this was. Just didn't go next yeah. level because Sanders sucks, but I thought D'Lo was okay. So I went two and three quarters. Jenny, should I remove the gun from my mouth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to finish the show at least. At least. Just wait till we get done. Um, I have to. I mean, right. like two if and a half. end that way, that'd be a great ending. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two Whoa, and a half. bro. He's hate, dead. I hate yeah, Mike Sanders dead. and Delo's not that impressive to me at all. Like it was boring and meh for me. That's it. I'm it, not down. It's like I can't. <laughs> you think I, he was I, like trying to mix Delo and Coco? Trying yeah. to do the bird? Who yeah. knows? He thought Frankie was maybe he became Frankie. He was possessed by Frankie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I can live with bad. I can live with great. I struggle to live with boring. Yep. Yeah. That's the though to me that's always the worst stuff. But we cut away from it. Strippers. And right away, we're with fucking uh, Urban Mike Tanay with Trinity. Um, <laughs> Jenny, Jenny, is Mike Tanay crossing his legs to hide his erect pain? Yes, he is. Yeah. It's so weird. It's like, <laughs> you'll have to excuse my heart on. <laughs> um, Trinity, um, she goes, she's going on about being trained she by Mike. She does look hot, so I mean. I was trained by Mike Whipwreck, which I wasn't expecting that to be name dropped there. Michael, Michael Whipwreck is Michael. Then she's like, I'm a stunt performer. I doubled in Daredevil. And Anaconda. Kat, yeah, yeah, Anaconda. That's right. She's just talking about herself. Get to know her, whatever. Kid Cash shows up um, to join the interview. Whatever. At least he brought his own fucking chair, which I loved. <laughs> JT, is it demeaning of Urban Mike to call Kid Cash Dave? <laughs> hey, where'd I go? Sure. Yeah, the uh, yeah, like, yeah, you, you a little bit. Today's breasts, his eyes are down. Like, yeah. hello. Um, no, I mean, hey, Dave, we're in, we're in a we're in a formal setting. This is outside the construct. Right. Um, I do like Kid Cash hey. saying, "Trinity's taking my spotlight and my accolades." <laughs> 
What is an accolade? Accolade. <laughs> she went ahead and drove home with my accolade, baby. <laughs> Took it right out of my garage. <laughs> she um. So Kid Cash has to fight Raven tonight, and then Kid Cash like I'm gonna make this clear. You're gonna be in the line of fire. Mm-hmm. Should she? She should just get Ben Affleck to beat his ass. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. for a daredevil. Yeah, she Jake, should just beat his ass. I agree. Or get the snake to eat him, like John Voight. <laughs> yes, JT. Do you? What are the odds that she banged Ben Affleck? Oh, Trinity. <laughs> Probably high, right? I'll say seventy-three percent. Yeah, it's high. Semi-main event. Five percent. Ninety-five. 95. I, I'm probably closer to Jenny. Uh, semi-main event. Raven versus Kid Cash. Raven is out with Alexis Lurie. And I'll be honest, guys. She is giving Francine a run for her money here. <laughs> Just a tremendous chin. Um, I, I don't know, too, if people told Trinity that the interview was going to air right before her entrance. Because she doesn't look unhappy at all when she comes out. Right, yeah, yeah. like, ah, she's happy to be there. Uh, Jenny and JT, both of you. Does Raven make a top 100 North American workers list? Yes. <sighs> um, he doesn't time. make a GWWE, right? We know that because nobody put him on that list. I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say maybe pre-2006-7, yes. Okay. I think after this, there's been too much good talent that's come along. And I think his run is so short. In ECW, like mm. as great as it is, it's really just like two years. Um, he doesn't have a ton beyond as crazy as Johnny Poe. Like, there's not much else substance into it. I know this run in TNA is fun, but like, I don't think he's got enough body of work. Even his WCW run is like a year and a half, right? Yeah, there's like, just not a ton to it, and and like it's good, but it like falls off kind of quick too. He feels like the type of guy who gets if he gets in, is like in the nineties. But, like, someone's putting him there because they really like him. Right. Yeah, I just think there's too much talent these days. Like, if you would have said it around this time, I would I, – yes, probably. Probably. Right? Um, I just think post-ROH, you know, rebirth of WWE indie style and even in TNA, the heyday TNA with Joe and Daniels and those guys and yeah. NXT, like, AEW. Like, there's just so many guys now that I don't – see what his room for him but. i suppose i suppose i'd have to also take a look at his ring of honor run which i hear is good yeah yeah i mean maybe he's top 150 you know yeah cash tries to jump the whole ring at one point to get to raven but he lands like really short <laughs> but and but I we thought... do find out real quick we do find out his title match is coming now on april 30th like that's locked in raven jarrett april 30th right that's Tonight the one you, that out of you the ordered yes yes it <laughs> nice. is uh I find this match is totally fine, but there's nothing really interesting happening. Mm. It tells an interesting story in that Raven is like the legacy legitimacy guy while Cash is the flashy guy. But yeah. they don't quite fit together. And Cash misses a bunch of stuff in the match. Mm -hmm. Like, like he, he, like you know, just jumping in the corner, trying to jump up to the top rope. Not stuff we usually see out of him. Right. Jenny, is he just really excited about Hermie Sadler being there? <laughs> No, I think he's rattled. I think he doesn't. <laughs> I think that he his confidence is shaking a little bit, you know. And Trinity is out there, and he is waiting for his chance to use her, which he does. Is it's he his like chance to impress Jeff Hammond? 
Is he like, did you bang Matt Damon too? <laughs> um, this, uh, I do like the talking point for today that like Raven is building his own group inside sex. Like mm-hmm. he's part of them, but he really is creating his own little crew within it and kind of using the construct of sex to like build up his army. Yeah. As Raven does. As, as, as a Raven was, would do. Ah! Uh, Cash tries for a great jumping moonsault, but Raven moves and the crowd chants TNA. Yeah, I mean, what are they yeah. cheering for there? TNA action, man. Total nonstop. Man. It's it's not stopping, except for all the interviews. Um, <laughs> despite being warned not to move a muscle, Trinity gets involved. Hurricane Run is Raven, then moonsaults onto Alexis and Julio on the outside, and then fucks off. And then Raven hits the DDT to win. <laughs> JT, is it me? Or is the ending of this match not connected to the match that's happening at all? This is like two guys passing the nights in different storylines. They really didn't have a reason to be in there together. And they're doing their own thing within the match. It's like Raven's kind of pushing his story that he's becoming the top contender to Jarrett. He's building his own crew. Cash has this issue going with Trinity. He's in the X division. It just feels like they're kind of passing through the ring at the same time. Yeah. Kind of interacting a bit and then moving sure. on past each other. Yeah, I mean, that's what I felt like. I do like when Cash dumps Raven over the top. And then just dives into Julio and Alexis. Mm-hmm. Like, that looks cool. Um, and there's some decent spots. Like, Ravens hits a really nice power bomb at one point. Um, it did feel like Cash was trying too hard. But I think Jenny's on to something. Like, I do think uh, that it, it was part of the story is that he's trying to show up Trinity. Mm. Uh, that, you know, he's a baller and he's going to go out there. And this was a match he didn't want. He feels Trinity got him put into it. And he's trying to prove a point, and it almost feels like he's trying too hard, and he slips up and messes a lot up. He bangs mm-hmm. his knee up. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked this as a match, actually. I, I even with the clunkiness to it, like I think Raven's good with the smaller guys. Yeah. I like you know, trying different stuff. Um, I like the new flock idea with two young hungry up and comers that can be manipulated in De Niro and Alexis. Like that's right up Raven's alley. Uh, I, I think it's the best. Like Raven's flock in WCW is cool because there's a bunch of miscreants, but mm-hmm. the ECW version was that he was. Mind controlling, you know, a young idiot, Stevie Richards, you know, <laughs> Beulah, because she wanted revenge on Tommy. Like he was preying on them, right? And, yeah. and WCW is not that really that vibe. This feels more like the original concept of the flock, where he's playing mind control, like a David Koresh type of mind control on these young people, uh, cult like. Uh, mm. To you know, reference another podcast on the North South Connection, talking docs. Um, <laughs> like saying talking cults. I was like, oh my god, I missed that one. <laughs> talking docs is uh, season has been all about cults. Check it yep. out. Branch Check it out. Name. Uh, three and a quarter for me on this match. I actually yeah. dug it. Um, but I like both these guys a lot. Like I, li- I've liked yeah. Cash a lot in TNA and Raven. Yes, I'll always like Raven. Jenny, does this <laughs> Alexis look a bit like AJ Lee? Ah, uh, is this hmm. Punk's type? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he bangs her here too. So yeah, like... it probably does, doesn't he? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. He probably does have a type like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I like all of Justin's points, but like Raven looks better to me than I think he has any right to like at this time, like mm-hmm. Sandman looks a little worn down, but Raven still looks really good. Well, Raven me. got out of that. Like right. we saw it. he didn't do as many stupid spots as like the other guys did. He's out of ECW by 97. Yeah, I mean, there's a blip late, but like he's he's not really working that crazy of a style post 97. No, in, in WCW, he, just, he doesn't do anything crazy, really. I mean, in WF, he does even less. So it's like, you know, he really only has two years of that of that style where Sandman 
and New Jack have like six years. Their whole career. Their whole yeah. career yeah. is that whole run. Um, yeah, it definitely shows up here for sure. But of all these guys that they brought in, Raven to me, they've have it stacked right with Sandman and New Jack are in the sideshow. Yeah. And Raven's the guy they're kind of building around because yeah. yes, he is the guy that is in the best shape still. He's the guy that um has the better psychology and in-ring approach. Uh, so I think they've made the right choice by picking him of the ECW leftovers to be the guy. I'd agree with that. I just struggle with Kid Cash, but I thought the match was fine. I'm at two and three quarters. Um, we're moving on, though. West and Tanae are screaming about what's coming up. Jerry Lynn and Amazing Red are teaming up. Okay. Yay! Right? Uh, I love them. And then he's like, whoever wins this match, the team becomes the two top contenders for the X Division Championship. If Triple yeah. X loses the match, then that team beats them, gets a title match, and the interview is going to be the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanae starts yelling, Where's Jeff Hannon? Starts screaming for Jeff. <laughs> there Hannon. he is. He arrives right on cue. Jeff Hannon's ready I'm to coming, get it on. Boss. He he looks terrified. Like Let's go. Now at this point, before the teams start coming up, do you understand what the match is and who's in it? Yeah, I know there's a bunch of guys. Yeah, I don't and know whoever who wins. The top two guys will be the top two new contenders because we do a top mm-hmm. ten usually for for the X. Yeah. And uh, if Triple X loses, whoever pins them will be number one contenders. Right, but I don't know who's in this match yet. No, and they haven't really clarified. We know Lynn and Red are teaming. That's about it. Yeah. And Triple X. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're, we don't know yeah. Shark Boy and yeah. uh, David I didn't even Cross. know if it was four teams. And Howard it's Cross, four... whatever his name is. So the, the, the main event match is a four-team match. Mm-hmm. Daniels and Skipper versus Shark Boy and Jason Cross versus Jason Cross. J- versus Johnny Storm and Chris Sabin. Uh, versus Jerry Lynn and Amazing Red. That is a debut for us, Chris Saban. Mm-hmm. Yes, appearance. debut alert. And then the fucking Chris. Alert. Way to go. We need the Chris's. He's doing oh. all the hand gestures. That's what he does. It's a lot of that. Um, but, I mean, this is a guy who's going to be in the promotion forever. Mm. Oh, really? There is. Now entering the asylum. There we go. Chris Saban. Chris Jeff Hammond also was our other debut. So those are only two debuts tonight. Crazy enough on a Jeff Hammond come program back. known for a million back. fucking debuts, but yeah. yes. <laughs> um, Jenny, were you relieved that Jason Cross has removed the disrespectful cross from his anus? Oh, I was, but also that's kind of hot. So I feel like, like I feel like Jesus is probably like a reasonable dude, uh, but I be I bet he'd be like, look, all right, fine. Use you want to use the thing they tortured me on uh, as my look. Symbol, at the end of the day, fine. Jesus knows he's a bit of a hypocrite, like. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, I'm going to die for your sins. And then he yeah, came back anyway. He didn't really die. Just don't plant the cross in the anus is all I think the G, the son of man is asking for. Like, well, yeah. Uh, don't kink shame. He, also. he did date a hooker. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, I guess. Yep. Well, she, she did a number on his feet. I mean, when she start manipulating those feet, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to say no. But he did a number on her feet. JT, were you ready for the debuts of Wonder Kid, Johnny Storm and the future <laughs> Chris Saban? I was not. I was not. I think we've seen the Wonder Kid before, but uh, oh. Saban is Saban is net new for us for sure. Uh, Hammond also, uh, he's using all these weird platitudes in this match because of the young and the restless. Right. Like, like, what are we doing? He talks Why about doing little... a commercial with Bob Holly. <laughs> like, Why are they doing? talking about Bob Holly? <laughs> yeah, like, well, I don't think he was supposed to. I'm sure they didn't want him to, but he's like, let me just name all the wrestling shit I know. Bob right, Holly. That's it. That's a story it. about being at Ivan Koloff's house. Like, what, <laughs> what a strange flex. <laughs> like, really, what are we he's doing? He's nervous. He blacked out. He doesn't even know what he's saying anymore. Benny, what's your strangest flex? 
Oh God. Uh... <laughs> I would say it, it's a uh, ratty daddy in the DMs. Oh shit. No. That's probably the biggest one. I have never flexed that ever in my life. <laughs> um, Red, Red is clearly the crowd favorite early on. Shark Boy and Red exchange some flying shit, and they're both way over with the crowd. JT, is Christopher Daniels's body and face evidence that there are lizard people? <laughs> <laughs> He's very serpentine. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work that in somewhere. Uh, his nose is too low. His nose is a he's got a low. It, nose. it looks like Voldemort, and I don't Voldemort. want to say his name. I don't yes. know, but he looks like Voldemort. <laughs> Trying to get a picture, was afraid of the li- of the going to the fucking the dark web. I mean, find the lizard folk. You know, when they dig in the earth, the lizard folk are uh, everywhere. Um, Jenny, does it bother you that Chris Sabin is wearing a pair of old Dean Malenko's old tights? <laughs> no, I like him. He looks good. But Saban looks great. He's super mm-hmm. fluid. Yeah. The moves have impact. It's no surprise they kept him around. Yeah, it looks awesome. Forever. Uh, yeah, JT. Like, are they, they they bring up Bob Hawley, right? Are they ta- – did, did Hannon get bullied by Bob Hawley at the racetrack? Yeah, definitely. Oh, 100%. Also, what's the shit on Jason Cross's forehead? Like, I looked it up. Ash Wednesday 2003 was like a month earlier. And is that a new thing that we're putting ash on? Is that something we always did? Ash on the head? Maybe it's like going with the cross gimmick. Does anybody have the true ash oh. from Jesus' body? <laughs> Someone somewhere selling it. Yes. Uh, Pope, Jason, I think. Jason Cross is going to jump on Daniels, but uh, from the MCU, Venom jumps in from the crowd and <laughs> Daniels pins Jason Cross to eliminate Cross and Shark Boy. I, I will say, I like that they're. Building the next matches in these matches. Yeah. Happy yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. But then Saban's doing well and Venom comes back and attacks him too. Like, they love these mystery luchadors. Like there's always uh, mystery guys, masked men. The luchadors. Like that. They just call him the luchador. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lynn just picks up Saban and fucking pile drives the shit out of him. <laughs> to yeah. him. Like uh, Venom is going to be a part of two storylines going forward. If Venom Is Venom good for business, JT? I don't know. Like I liked this match a lot, and I get the story, but I feel like it really derailed. Right as it was getting rocking, like it was like, okay, yeah. another mystery luchador is this? Who's this one? You know, it's like Russo was Mister Wrestling. We've had all these mask guys, David Flair. You know, Nikita Koloff at one point was in a mask. <laughs> so I was like, what are we doing? It's like, I have to get back guys to the, the dock. <laughs> Got the big shipment coming in. <laughs> uh, we're down, so it's down to Triple X against Red and Lynn. And does this final pairing? kind of spoil the ending mm-hmm. like it, it feels like you know it's pretty obvious who's going to win at this point yeah but skipper yeah. does um the great and then this is where hanlon i feel goes off the rails he's like well that's why they're the champs and then, <laughs> and then he goes just like a good race team you gotta have teamwork Jenny, oh, could oh. he have made that exact same statement about literally anything on Earth? Anything, but yeah. no, it's got to be racing, you see? Yeah. Uh, there's like a three-minute sequence where both teams like hit all their kill shots, but mm-hmm. can't yeah. capitalize because the right. partner keeps jumping in. Mm-hmm. Really well done. Doesn't mm-hmm. look convoluted at all. Skipper gets the tag, gets drop-kicked in, into his own face by Lynn. Uh, yeah, and then Red, Red rolls up Daniels for the win. I like the athleticism here. Yeah. Jenny... Despite the athleticism, did it feel in any way disjointed for you? 
despite the no no well the only thing was the masked man running in right everything else i thought had a real good pace and fluidity to it and the stories make sense i thought the eliminations made sense and the finish made sense and was really good can that be the tagline of uh this episode jenny smith the finish yes. makes sense the, finish makes <laughs> the storyline really good um, uh, yeah, I thought it was a great match. Like it had some wild offense. I mean, the expedition stars, continues. Mm-hmm. Nice. Sorry, you know, No, you're good. It, it, it was a great match. I had some wild offense. I think the X division continues to rule TNA. Um, I think it would have been even better though without the mass lucha stuff. I really felt that derailed mm-hmm. the match quite a yeah. bit. Um, Saban looked awesome. I love Lynn and Red getting the stack. Like Me they're too. now the top two contenders to the X title and they're the tag team contenders. Like those are your best guys right now. Let's push the hell out of them. Um, Red getting the pin was great. Like he's been awesome this whole time we've been watching. So yeah. I went three and a half again because I was a little down on the. I thought it, got, it fell apart late with all the interference. If you would have told me before the show, I'd have this match on par with like Barton and Saturn. You would have said you're crazy, but Bart Gunn and Perry Saturn. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm a three and a half too. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I will say I don't know how much I like that all like that two two of the three titles are going to be revolving around these four guys, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to let it play out and see. But like, they're like great four guys. So like, yeah, I'm kind of okay with it right now. Yeah, me too. I just don't know. And and quite frankly, you never know who's going to be there week to week. So it's probably good that like right. the consistent guys are there. Only's in the back with Watts. And I thought, because, I thought his shirt said Jews company at first. <laughs> Like, what is he wearing? Like, I got really <laughs> angry. I started typing hard, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know what I, I, I typing like, hard. Well, angry. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> I type with my fists, uh, giant keys. <laughs> Punch. <laughs> um, but like, I, 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 I don't, I still don't know. I guess jeans, I guess it says jeans company at some Maybe. point, but it, it was the W it looked like Jews. Anyway, he doesn't care about the belt that he stole. He's wearing it, but he doesn't care. Um, he starts apologizing to Goldie on behalf of Jarrett. And he's like, Jeff Jarrett sent me emails saying what he did to you. God, imagine how Trump would – how mad would Trump be if he oh, doesn't get to see those emails? Um, he rambles so much that you can't even keep track of what the hell he's talking about. He's just going 100 miles an hour. It's like – massaging her and she's disgusted. Yeah. He takes a dig at Dodie F piping chairs in. Like, like none of it makes sense to what he's going. Like, I don't yeah. want to really follow anything of what he was saying. He's like, did he hurt you last week? Like, you fucking idiot. He choked the shit out of her. Like, does no one on the show watch the show? Um, and then Watch, though, says the, the thing we all know. And uh, he goes, everybody hates Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> and then he's like, I don't know that about hate. Me. Yeah, me too. And he's like, I'm such a success. I don't know what it's like to be hated. Mm. And then he, he tells Jeff, you're the one person in the world. The one person you can count on is me. Mm. <laughs> if that's true, JT, should Jarrett just kill himself? <laughs> None of this makes sense. Like the Watts no. thing is very, very convoluted from the start. Like he's crazy. You know, he's trying to be Jared's friend. Jared let him down. Like none, none of it really tracks in any way. Yeah. And then he ends the segment by you must live life or life will live you. Jenny, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, I have no idea. I was hoping that you would tell me. I don't know. Sounds like some Shakespeare shit that you would know. No, Shakespeare makes sense oh, and, and, okay. and actually is based in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our reality is Jeff Jarrett is coming down from the main event interview. If I paid for this show, 
I feel like I'd be a bit pissed that the main event is the same. Garrett! Uh, the Canadian tuxedo, as mm -hmm. we call it. Oh boy. Jenny, why is it why is it called the Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> I guess because it matches and it's um it's a formal version yeah. of what Canadians would wear. Like, this is formal yeah. dress for them. Right. Uh, them. You guys are talking <laughs> out of your asses. <laughs> but it's That's all not accurate? Uh, is that not accurate? No, we don't wear that shit. Somewhere, oh. somewhere in Canada does. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, everywhere is wearing this shit. Like, the six, eight billion people yeah, are. <laughs> you don't think there's some fucking guy in a tribe and somewhere wearing jeans a that tribe? got tribe? I don't know. There's tribes. Just tribes. You Today, know, tribes. Tribes. <laughs> don't act like you don't know there's tribes. There's a tribe where there, there, there's still people are going there and they get shot with arrows. That happens. I'm a tribe expert. Talk to me about tribes. Enlighten us. Uh, <laughs> Today wants answers, though. He's like, why are you beating up women? JT, did, did he not watch any of the WWF in 1999? Right, that was, uh, that's how I got over there, pal. Gonna get over again here, same way. Yeah, Jared, and then Jared, Jared starts talking like he's the fucking three faces of Foley. Like, yeah. which Jeff do you want? And then Jeff's <laughs> like, that was so fucking annoying. Like, what are we doing? And it, yeah. Jeff's like, I'm feeling the pressure of being champion. But that's insane because he was champion of a much bigger company three years ago. And then today's like, where are you coming from? And, like, didn't they do an interview two weeks earlier? Yeah. And then today goes, at this point, I have to ask you, is it pressure or paranoia? Then Jeff says, do you have news for me? Today goes, do you, you have to represent the NWA. I have never seen in my life two people not listening to each other more. <laughs> it's like they went off and each wrote their lines without right. consulting the other one. And then, look, we're going to say the lines in order. Whenever they come out, like. It's what it is. Every question was answered with a question. They repeated the other mm -hmm. person's, the end oh. of their question. Oh, is that what you want? Yeah, that's what I want. You know, just dumb. Just made no sense. Thank you, producer Tim. Bing Crosby accidentally invented the casino while trying to check into a Vancouver hotel. So it was uh, Bing Crosby's American, right? Mm. I mean, he sings about Christmas, so yes. Chris, you, you're taking credit for Christmas now? You fucking... <laughs> You don't have enough jingoism. You got to take Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. You ruined Christmas. No. Nothing um, more American than Santa Claus. Santa Claus. <laughs> A fucking fat fuck coming down the chimney. <laughs> Nothing more American than that. <laughs> A bag of gifts for his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunch of fucking reindeer slaves. <laughs> Elf slaves. Oh, my God. All right, let's get through this. All right, we're almost done. <laughs> Raven interrupts. Uh, Raven is like, go ahead, beat up Mike today. <laughs> My favorite line of the whole Go ahead. You feel then, like a big man. In 21 days, I'm going to fulfill my destiny. Why do they have to wait 21 days? I don't understand. Well, that's when they signed it. That's when the company signed it. The, be... Raven does get a big pop when he comes out, by the way. Like, the crowd is into him right now. Like, He's yeah, great. Brian... Raven drones on about insecurity. Jarrett makes fun of his addictions. And Jarrett's like, all right, we're going to do this tonight. There's a minute left in the show at this point. Like, and it's like 49 seconds. Jarrett's being held back by the schmocks. Uh, they both get the chairs. Mike Tanay's like, can you feel the tension? Dusty comes down. 
Jarrett fucking blasts him with a chair. We go off the air. Is this the best way they could have ended the show, Jenny? Hell no. God, no. Why does nobody in this promotion know how to talk? Jeff Jarrett know. is so fucking stupid. He spent all this time trying to win this championship. He wanted his title shot. His title shot finally fucking won the fucking title. Now he's like, I feel the, the pressure as champ. Like, yeah, bitch. That's I want my title shot. Was. Yeah, like, this was a this was a rough ending. So I, which I thought it was actually a fun show. Like, yeah, um, I yeah. would have given I, I gave a decent grade. We'll get to it, but like, I think I would have given him a better one if we had a hotter main event closing segment here. Mm. Jarrett is is similar to Sanders in a way where he, he doesn't feel real. Like mm-hmm. he just feels like he's cosplaying this role. Raven, on the other hand, is very comfortable in who he is and plays to his strengths well. He's very over. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see where it goes in a couple of weeks, but I, I think as you're watching this play out. It feels like very much like Raven should ascend and take this belt and build this flock up and, and be the guy. Um, whether he's gonna be a face or heel within that, we'll see. But um, Jarrett to me just isn't connecting in this weird tweener role. They have him going on like he's acting like a heel, Stone but Cold. he's still kind of the top face. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying to do, I guess. Stone thing. Cold Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, they're trying, I guess, but lukewarm Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Yeah. All right. Well, look, that ends the episode. Uh, who's the MVP of the episode for you guys? Um, I gotta go Raven. Yeah, I think probably. Um, Raven is really good. The new church is always great. Uh, fucking Perry Saturn, motherfucker. Yeah, Saturn and Barton. I mean, they were great. Yeah. So. I'll throw some love Goldie's way. Just to yeah, she was really know. good. Yeah, she kept us going seen. through all that. Um, what do you want more of, JT? New church. Uh, Barton and Saturn. Like, I gotta hope they stay around. I'm guessing mm-hmm. they don't. Saban, you know, let's keep him around. He looks good in styles always. What do you want more of, JT? Uh, I would say the new show. You're asking Jenny, you want me to do it again? Oh, <laughs> go ahead, Jenny. What do you want more of? Uh, I would say more of Trinity and her, um, really cool, uh, you know, background. She has a really cool story. And uh, I like her character a lot, and she's awesome in the ring. So I like more Trinity. Get her away from Cash, though. Get her to do something better. I don't my, know what. My uh, answer is Francine. Uh, <laughs> Jenny, who do you want less of? Uh, fucking Brian Lawler. Um, <laughs> fucking Mike Tanay, but that ain't ever going to fucking happen. And goddamn Mike Sanders. Yeah. yeah, I'd say the JT, Harris boys. With her? Oh, Harris boys always. Hermie Sadler, I'm good with. Oh, uh, Lawler and Flair. Sanders and his heat. Uh, abusive Kid Cash. I don't like that much. Like, I just like Kid Cash as a wrestler, mm-hmm. not as, uh, yeah. you know, bullying Trinity. And then Watts and the rambling really killed me at the end there. Um, okay. 2003 JT would like. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd like it, but I would be questioning what happened to Mike Sanders. Like, He's not the guy I remember with the natural one thrillers being the mouthpiece and being entertaining. And maybe if I rewatch that, I'll, I'll change my tune. But I remembered liking him in this time. And right. I can't believe how bad he is. 2003 Jenny is enraptured with. Um, being a body double for Jennifer Garner and fucking Ben Affleck. Hmm. Boogity, boogity, boogity. <laughs> um, all right. So now we're going to we break down our top 10 performers. So let's let's do that quickly. Okay. All right, well, here's who we had in our last episode, and we can adjust as needed. But we had New Church, number one, Kid Cash, number two, AJ Styles, three, Siaki, four, Lynn, five, AMW, six, Trinity, seven, 
the truth. We were going to see it all tonight. Oh, at God. Eight. Uh, Glengo Birdie, nine, and Saturn, 10, actually. Um, I, I'm fine with New Church, one still. Like, I think they were mm-hmm. great tonight, and nothing changed for me to take them out of the top spot. Mm-hmm. No, I'm fine with that. I might we bump find- Cash. Well, so should we move AJ to two? Yeah. We good with that from three? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Let's get AJ up. Do you want to move, like, Cash beyond three based on tonight, or are you okay with him? We didn't have Raven in this list. Like, yeah. all right, so, so for me, I'm fine taking Truth out um, because he wasn't on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we should put uh, – what did I just say? Raven. 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 Raven should be on here somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Saturn should move up. You want to put Mike Barton on? Well, I don't know who else to drop off. I, I mean, AMW weren't great, but do we really want to drop them based on one week from from six? Out? I think you can you can drop um, you can drop Harrison Storm down, but not off. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could drop. No, I don't want to drop anybody off. I don't yeah, want to drop. So I, I think Barton's just. Yeah. I think yeah. we leave Saturn. We can wait on that. Yeah. I think Saturn and, and Gilberti can stay like nine ten. Like I think mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Um, I would move Harrison Storm down above them. Yeah. I would move. Trinity, Trinity right above them. I would move Siaki down. Oh, Red. We need Red. Shit. Shit. Red's going to be on here. We need Red and Raven. We got to drop someone else. Drop Gilberti. Yeah. All right. And drop Harrison. No, we're Storm. good. No, we dropped. Um, okay. We dropped Truth. So we're okay. okay. Perfect. Plug it in. Uh, all right. So these guys all come down. We need Red. So we got Red, Raven. I think Lynn here is fine. Cool. Uh, red. Okay, so New Church, Styles. Oh, hang on, we're not done yet. Red there. We got, we got Siaki. Who, oh, Raven. You want to put Raven all the way to three? I think so. Put Raven to three. Oh, we got one, two, three. We need one more. How am I missing? Who cares? Put Truth in there. Put Truth back. <laughs> Six and a half this episode was. Jenny, what's your score? Six and a half. Six and a half? I'm at seven. Everybody move. Move, 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 move. DNA, never, guys. Nice.